Hi, my name is Sharon Shimanova, and this is Chai Podcast. Do me a favor and picture the following. It's 2017, you're an 18-year-old girl in Creative Writing 101. It's your sophomore year in college, and you totally spaced on the short essay assignment you have due tomorrow. You scramble to find the prompts as you rustle through the handouts that have piled on your desk, your email, your Canvas account. Ah, here it is. Personal essay. Write two double-spaced pages about yourself, your family, or your identity. Your professor sent a follow-up email to your class later that night, instructing you to feel free to write about anything. Nothing is off-limits. So, any ideas? Between school, work, LSAT prep, family drama, and whatever measly excuse for a social life I'd had those past few months, the last thing I was doing was reflecting on my identity, let alone thinking about how to articulate my identity in two grammatically correct and creative double-spaced pages. So I started writing, I finished, handed in the assignment, didn't give it another thought. Until two weeks later, when I got my assignment back. On my way out of class, I impatiently flipped to the last page to see the professor's comments, This is unlike anything I've ever read. Can't believe I've never heard of Baharian Jews before. The paper I wrote was titled Girls, and I ended up expanding it for that class's final assignment. I kept writing the piece even after that fall semester, expanding, adjusting, revising. I don't know, maybe it was because the Me Too movement just started, Donald Trump was ruining Twitter, neo-Nazis were rallying at the University of Virginia, the mass shootings at the music festival in Vegas or at that church in Texas only a month later. 2017 was a lot, to say the least. I don't know why, but I felt like working on it felt liberating in a way. And obviously liberation is fucking relative, but... I use that pages document as a journal, a place to reflect on my identity, hoping and incessantly believing that if or when I eventually finished it, I would somehow feel whole. I don't know. But that school year flew by and the document got longer. And although at that point I definitely didn't feel whole, I was starting to feel different. My conscious understanding of what's right and wrong felt more concrete. And as I continued, it wasn't immediate, but as I kept writing, it seemed that everything started to change. I guess that's why Bukharian parents are normally so hung up on their daughters not going to college. (laughs) But I, I was starting to find my voice. I was figuring out the type of person I wanted to be, what I wanted to do, why and how, what I stood for and what I believed in. The typical bullshit that goes on in like every turning of age movie we've seen time and time again. And just like in the movies, the first step of figuring any of that out was looking within. And for me, it was asking myself, why the fuck are you so angry? So much so that when posed with the opportunity to write two pages about your identity and portray yourself to this random professor, you chose to write about the Baharian community and how it raises its daughters. You chose to write about Baharian girls. I kept working on it through college, reading funny bits of it to friends, but never letting anybody see the whole thing. And by the time I had my virtual backyard graduation two years later, I'm pretty sure the whole thing was like 40 pages long. That was the foundation of Chai. I spent that quarantine summer learning how to start a podcast, watching YouTube videos, planning and thinking about how I wanted to do this, talking it through with my partner, my family, my friends. 
It seemed that all of 1L, all of my free time was spent brainstorming, joining Facebook groups, writing my pilot, reaching out to potential guests. It was a lot. And it was exhausting, but looking back, it was so rewarding. Of course, I had days where I broke down, had random anxiety attacks for what seems like no reason, questioned whether people would even care to listen to anything I had to say, feeling like every time I got on the mic, it never sounded right. Constantly going back to the drawing board, expanding, adjusting, revising. There were literal moments where I remember being so pressed and just think for a second, like, why am I doing this? The most daunting part of starting Chai was trying to explain it to people. Have you ever tried to explain something that doesn't already exist? Something you can't Google, can't show a picture of, can't give them an example of what it's like? How do you explain your ideology to a stranger you met on the internet? Even after years of planning and articulating on my end, I thought it would be nearly impossible for people to hear my pitch and fully understand what I hoped this would be. I mean, one of the most beautiful parts of starting Chai would be those moments after I would finish my whole insane spiel and someone would respond with those magical words. I know exactly what you mean. Season one has been absolutely fucking amazing. I mean, the flood of DMs, messages, love and support. We've started a conversation and put it all on the table. My more traditional family members feel uncomfortable and tiptoe around the conversation asking what's new, hoping that I don't bring up Chai in front of their teenage daughters. We set the tone. You already know every time I have Shabbat dinner with my family, they can't ask me to make Chai without giggling at the request. But don't get it twisted, I am still very much responsible for tea when we all get together. When I stare at the kettle waiting for it to boil now, I reflect on the growth that we've all managed to participate in, especially me. I no longer feel like I'm screaming into a void. Season two will continue to build on this foundation, having the difficult conversations because those are the ones that are worth it sharing more lived experiences, broadening our discussions, expanding on topics that we've touched on already, bringing more people together and building a wider network so that we can feel more comfortable with ourselves. We can stand a little taller and we don't feel pressured to move to the sidelines and be out of view or out of the way. By identifying and addressing issues that we encounter in our day-to-day -day lives and interactions, we're renovating our perception of our identity as Baharian people, reclaiming what that means to us and what it means to others so that we can nourish a greater and more accurate understanding of the Baharian community in a way that's more than the stereotype of velour tracksuits and 108 Street. <laughs> Growing up, my sister and I used to use the word buh as like an insult. Honestly, I mean, who are we kidding? We probably use it now too. I mean, we definitely use it now. But even saying that out loud seems so cringe, but it's the truth. I feel like if one of us would put on a certain type of outfit or even in the middle of conversation, be like, God, that's so buh, or oh, what do you expect? They're buh as fuck. My perception of that part of who I am was so negative. But through Chai, I'm trying to reclaim that concept in a way that doesn't come off as self-hating or pretentious. Season one helped me take that first step in 
achieving that. But I know that we still have far too much work to do because I still find myself using that rhetoric and can't say buh without assuming that it has a negative meaning. But while I was working on this episode, I went back and re-listened to the pilot. Obviously, in hindsight, I can admit it was slightly melodramatic, but I still couldn't control the smile that stretched across my face when I heard that button click. And in the spirit of melodrama, Here's the last paragraph of the piece that started it all. We deserve more than the label Buharian girls simply because some people are unfathomably petrified of encountering true Buharian women. Because that is who we should raise our daughters to aspire to become, and nothing less than that will suffice. Our tiny ethno-religious community is the byproduct of ancestors that suffered through numerous pogroms, hardships, massacres, migrations, sieges. Surely if they persevered that, I know that we owe them more than this. The tree of Baharian resistance has reared us, and we are the generation of fruit that can finally instigate sweet and much-awaited change. I'll see you next season, Butchim.